0: Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we speak to Arthur McCall, who is the Group CEO of Frontline Recruitment and Express Employment Professionals Australia and New Zealand. Listen as Arthur chats about his professional background, what EEP and Frontline Recruitment's point of difference is, their business growth strategy, the training and support provided, and who would best suit a recruitment franchise business. Listen on to discover more. Welcome everyone,
1: my name is Ragu. I'm the founder and CEO of Eden Exchange, and my fellow interviewee today is Ellen Rogers on our team.
0: Hello everyone.
1: Our special guest today is Arthur McColl. Now he's the group CEO of Express Employment Professionals and Frontline Recruitment. Thank you so much for joining us today, Arthur.
2: Thank you. Great to be here.
1: Firstly, can you tell us a little bit about your background and experience And what can you tell us about your role as a group CEO?
2: Yes, I started with Frontline 16 months ago, and I had that classic pivot of careers. Prior to my starting with the company, I had 35 years in the health and fitness sector. That spanned 20 years with the Stackus and the Hilton Hotel Groups, which involved a four-year stint here in Sydney as the vice president for the Living Well Health Club brand. I returned then back to the UK and joined private equity, back business in London for, for nine years with LA Fitness, and then get the chance to come back to Australia with Anytime Fitness. And that was my first step into the franchise sector. So that was back in 2015. A really successful period with with Anytime, we'd grown the group to close to 500 locations. And then we started to expand into other other businesses. So we effectively acquired four US franchise brands. That was Anytime Fitness, Massage Envy, Extend Bar Fitness, and Orange Theory Fitness. And ran that business for almost five years. And then took a decision to, again, that phrase, pivot to try something completely new, test my chief executive skills, and get out of my comfort zone. So I stepped away just prior to the COVID situation back in, in March 2020 and I went into the open market, was keen to stay within the franchise sector, thought I'd take six, seven months off I'd look at some NDA roles, etc. And I was approached by someone who's very influential in the franchise sector and he mentioned this brand called Express, based out of Oklahoma, and they were acquiring a brand here in Australia, which was Frontline Recruitment, who, who covered Australia and New Zealand. So I spoke to the U.S. team, and reality is, even 16 months later, I've never met them in person, interviewed by Zoom, was really quite taken by what I'd seen in the U.S., and I go back to my career running with a, now my fifth a large U.S. franchise brand, I was incredibly impressed by what I'd seen uh, with Express. And they were keen to talk to me. I had no background in recruitment, but I had a lot of background in franchising, running small businesses and working with U.S. brands. So long story short, I was appointed as the new chief executive. So my role here in the company is to really work closely with the U.S. to really contribute and build and implement the overall strategy. So initially I came on board to bring frontline through COVID, and really start a a recovery plan for the brand as we start to come through out of out of COVID, Uh, and that's working very very successfully. And then simultaneous to that was to bring in the Express brand into Australia and New Zealand, and that came probably about three months later. So effectively today we operate twenty eight frontline agencies and uh, we've now opened three express agencies. So my job here really is to to build the trust with the network to increase the profitability, but really give them a compelling vision for the future and where we're going. So that's uh, been my role uh, over the past 16 months.
0: So Arthur, in simple terms, what exactly is Express Employment Professionals?
2: Express Employment is now ranked in the top international staffing companies in the globe. They're also the number one franchise recruitment company. So they have now been operating for over 35 years, privately owned, uh, now operating, I think, 880 locations across North America, Canada, South Africa and then uh, they move here to Australia and New Zealand. So effectively, express employment is in the labour-hired business, the, the temporary employee, blue-collar and white-collar workers, which we sell a protected territory, and um, the agency owner uh, can access all temporary employees within that geography, and areas such as transportation, logistics, manufacturing, hospitality, construction is effectively where they'll find clients and find candidates for those particular jobs. Frontline Recruitment is the largest franchise recruitment business in Australia and New Zealand. And the Frontline brand works in the permanent staffing sector where Express work in the temporary hire sector. Each agency has got a specialist area in recruitment of retail employees, hospitality, education, health, construction and we'll bring on more brands moving forwards. And the real key to Frontline is the database that we'll have, the software. We've almost almost two million candidates on our database and countless clients. So we really start to funnel a lot of business towards the franchise owners.
0: So thanks, Arthur. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about Frontline recruitment and express employment professionals and what sets them apart?
2: Yes. I think the first and obvious point is the both franchise models, and that's really key that we fight we have a partnership and we have someone invested in each of those locations it makes a huge difference and with that, our absolute mantra across the organization is that its franchisee first. Both brands really work in the small to medium sector, and each of the owners has a protected area. but we are really driven by human to human contact. You know, we're a company that's looking at what we're doing with technology and how we automate things moving forward. But first and foremost, it's how we connect with our clients and candidates is is absolutely key. But being a franchise model, you know, each of the owners have skin in the game. And I think that's what helped us come through COVID particularly well. Because the owners were still on their business, were still making connections with the clients, just touching in to make sure they were helping support where they possibly could and bring them through COVID. But a key difference with Express is the support they give to the franchisee. We fully fund the payroll. And in the temping sector, a major barrier is when you win contracts, can you really get funding from the banks to bankroll the payroll. That's the difficult part. And it's also very fraught with uh, legislation. So one thing that Express do particularly well is we back the payroll, we invoice, and then we do all the work around the onboarding of the employees. And also we build a lot of protection into the compliance and legalisation for the brands. So I think what sets us apart is that we take care of a huge part of the back end And we really leave the franchisee to business develop. And I think in in many, many companies, the manager in the agency has to do a lot of the heavy lifting. But we remove a good deal of that and really allow the person who's running the agency and their team to really get out there, whether it's on the phone or whether it's face-to-face, and really start to develop the client business, but then start to source candidates for those jobs is absolutely key.
1: Excellent. So now you mentioned the 2020 acquisition of frontline recruitment. Could you delve into again about the motivation behind the acquisition? And now after you've brought the frontline into the, the suite with Express Employment, uh, what are the synergies and what's the shared vision that's driven that acquisition play?
2: Well, the shared vision, it really is to help as many people as possible to find good jobs and help clients find great people. So that's true of both the brands. And a key driver here is in the franchise model is to find owners who have got a stake in their own business. So we want to make owners worldly successful. We want them to achieve their why, their why they come into their own business and really get involved in the community. So this, the strategy here was the US has went remarkably well. They came into the sector here to acquire Frontline to really get a foothold in the permanent sector. To try and develop the brand, the brand could probably triple here over the next three or four years in terms of frontline. But the plan longer term is to take frontline internationally. So build a brand here in Australia, New Zealand and then take it internationally and then in reverse, bring the express model into the Australian markets and expand it here.
0: And how would you describe the company culture at Express Employment Professionals and frontline recruitment? How has that culture evolved and shaped the business?
2: Well, I've got to go back to you know, my background working with, with U.S. companies, and they've been a, an incredible suite of companies, but the real standout with Express is just this obsession with franchisee first, privately owned, been running for over 35 years. When you start to probe into the business and get to understand their metrics, their, their tenure on the head office staff, their tenure of the franchisees is, is really quite incredible. You know, I have calls on a weekly basis from chance people who have been with the company for 18, 25, 30 years and likewise in the franchise side. But it's their NPS score, it's their rating. You know, their, the satisfaction rating of their US franchisees is running at 98%. And for a business running that long and, and that size, that's really quite impressive. And here in, in Australia, New Zealand, when I came on board 16 months ago, I set about running engagement surveys. I set an engagement survey to all of the owners, all the staff and the agencies, and all of the staff here at head office. We ran those same surveys 12 months later, and we've seen an average of a 36-point increase in the NPS score. So we're getting something right, and it really it exudes from, from the US, just that mantra of we're here for the long term, looking after the franchisees first and foremost. And in the background, just the a culture, just continues to improvement. What more can we do to support these agencies to grow moving forward? So the overall vision for the group is to turn over $5 billion by the end of 25. And the US are on track globally to achieve 4 million by the end of this year. In actual fact, they have the strongest quarter in their history, which is quite incredible. So, you know, they're really keen to look at that international expansion. They they had felt quite strongly that the Australian New Zealand market was a great opportunity. And I think they've acquired a great brand in FRG. And I've been busy here building a very, very strong team on, on the ground here to support that growth.
1: And now you mentioned the goals for the group as well within the industry. What do you think is now attractive about the recruitment industry, given all the trends going on in the market, and why do you think people should consider entering the market now?
2: You don't have to be a recruiter to come into the recruitment sector. I think if you back yourself as a, a people person and you have a strong sales background, I think it's got incredible opportunity. Certainly, you know, what's happening out there in the in the sector, certainly in the back of COVID, we're seeing a, a massive demand for, for recruiters. And a big part of that is down to the current challenge in the sector, where we're a job-rich, candidate-short market. So there's a great opportunity to come in. And I think in the temping sector, we see huge potential over the next 10 to 15 years. But likewise, in, in the permanent sector, there's certainly a lot of requirement for Senior roles coming in, and a lot of say, specialist roles. So I think in both brands, where they come into frontline, and if you have a background in a particular sector, whether you've been working as a senior manager or you've been working in hospitality, coming in and knowing your industry and been able to converse and build relationships, I think you're well positioned to really start to recruit within those sectors. But likewise, in the temporary sector, if again you've got some industry sector knowledge. And it's of great benefit.
0: Thanks, Arthur. And what upcoming industry initiatives and modernisations do you find particularly exciting right now?
2: Well, there's lots of discussion around AI and, and the threat that that brings to roles in the future. But I think just the awareness of the threat of AI that's coming forward really helps us to, to hone more human skills. That's the most important part. And AI has certainly got a place in today and and into the future. But I think we need to make sure that we're easier to do business with. That's absolutely key. So what's happening moving forward is trying to have this seamless process for people to apply online. We've spent a lot of time with Express looking at the the onboarding of applicants and we're getting great feedback that it's it's taking them a quarter of the time that did in the past to upload information and to do it on a mobile device, et cetera, so I think removing the friction from business is actually key you know I think removing some of those repetitive tasks is key, but trying to build the real face to face time with with candidates is absolutely key, so I think providing strong software solutions is really going to help as I say that seamless and less friction what we we'll do moving forward. Within the temping sector, it's very complex. You know, there's OH&S, there's all the award process. So again, we looked long and hard at how do we simplify that process. So we have a program called Rates Calc, where it really helps to take out the complexity of wage compliance and how we deal with awards and pay rates and margins and contracts. And that, as I say, that allows the, the agency owner to spend more time uh, with the clients and candidates because we have taken care of the, of the back end. So that's, that's really quite key. So I think the up-and-coming uh, initiatives around having a seamless process, proving the user experience is, is absolutely key uh, as we really start to move forward. So we want to really bring in best-in-class platforms.
1: And now, given all that work, how has the pandemic influenced your business and the recruitment industry? And how do you think the industry's Changing with Australia opening up again.
2: Yeah, the influence of the pandemic has been—it's been dramatic. The recruiters are certainly in very, very high demand. It's a, a job-rich, candidate-short market. You know, with international borders closed at the start of COVID, many international visa holders returning home again, and then with the lockdown of our internal state borders, that really has stopped the the influx of skilled migrants but also the transfer between the borders so there's a real talent shortage as i said earlier the us i think are probably three four months ahead of us in terms of recovery and they're really seeing that they're setting all-time records so i think that really helps for the future with that, there's a real high demand, and we're seeing it across all of our sectors in health for health professionals, education with teachers, construction workers. Now, starting to see it really start to kick in with hospitality. It's really quite tough now to find waiting staff, to find chefs, but likewise to find people within retail stores. And of course, e commerce has seen an explosion and it's had the impact in retail. And I think that's starting to bounce back. You know, stores are getting busier. But the explosion in e- e-commerce, I don't think will subside. I think that will reduce, but I think it will be high. And with that, I think there's a, a massive demand for warehouse workers, for delivery drivers, etc. So the change for all of us is that I think it's going to be less intense. I think we're going to continue with virtual calls. We're going to continue with virtual training. But I think it'll be at a less tense level. And I think people have enjoyed an element of what life balance. I think that's going to continue moving forwards. But, you know, despite COVID, as I said earlier, we're seeing a a huge improvement in uh, engagement with the franchisees. And that's because we've been able to adapt quickly and look at how we do virtual training and how we, when we have face-to-face time, how we really target and make it more impactful. So, The pandemic, in many ways, has been tough for all of us, but in many ways we've found new ways of working and there's new markets out there. So I think things certainly uh, feel very, very buoyant for the future.
0: That's great to hear that you haven't slowed down during the pandemic, that you've been able to keep going. So Arthur, what do you think are the benefits about buying into franchise business rather than starting a business from scratch? Uh,
2: The benefits of buying into franchise business is... We have between twenty-five and thirty-five years' experience between both brands. You know, we've layered up a lot of experience. We have a a huge team in the background who are continually innovating and looking at internal improvement. So, I think when you're coming into the express model, as I said before, you're very hampered by cash. If you want a contract tomorrow morning of a million dollars, you've got to go to the bank to get funding for it. We we bankroll that. So if you find a contract tomorrow worth $20 million, take it because you're backed moving forward. But then you've got the huge complexity before, as I said before, of compliance. And again, that's where you really get the benefit of that large company behind you. So it leaves you to concentrate in developing your business and, and, and building a team. But likewise, on FRG, the real benefit, again, is you've got a huge database. We share our database with all our franchisees. So that's very, very important. And I think there's a phrase that's used, which I think is is very true, that within franchising, you, know, you want to be in business for
1: yourself, but not by yourself. I think that's very, very key. It's definitely a selling point of a franchise to have that backing of the, the whole infrastructure and a network of the franchise. So why should someone consider franchising with express employment professionals or, or frontline recruitment? What makes these particular brands unique and what do you offer your franchisees in terms of training and support?
2: I think what sets it apart. I wouldn't say it's unique, as the company culture. The point that Woody got me involved was the phrase of franchisee first. And I think that's been been really key to setting the tone. It's a partnership where we've both got to make money. So it's in our interest to continually help the franchisees develop. And we can assure the franchisees that all decisions that we take are in their best interest. And, you know, with that culture, we would ask anyone considering to come into any of the brands to do the research. But we would ask them to contact any of our owners to get a real insight to what's going on. And I think then... They can speak to the owners themselves and find out what sets us apart. You know, what are we doing specifically within Express has really helped those owners to accelerate their business from a startup. And I think what they'll they'll hear on Express is the power of the systems and the processes. But I think more importantly, just the support that's given, not only in the initial training, but the ongoing training. But really solution focused to really help on drive the business forwards and then when he's chatting to the owners within FRG, it'd be a similar story. You know, we're seeing messages coming through on a weekly basis from our franchisees who are just so impressed by what's happened over the past 16 months. It's been quite incredible, some of the are coming through. But they will say they're getting more support than ever. They're getting not only support in recruitment, but more importantly, they're getting support in small business training. Many of these owners have got previous careers, but still need to hone the skills there, such as sales or digital marketing or in finance. So we are really putting a lot of support around them to round their overall business skills to ensure they can really grow year on year.
0: That's great. Now, Arthur, in your mind, who do you think will make for a great express employment professional, franchisee or frontline recruitment business owner? And what personality traits are you looking for?
2: we we'll have be looking for someone who's a high achiever. would like to think that they've been involved in the sales background. And it's interesting, I've listened to a podcast by Daniel Pink recently, and he speaks about what is a salesperson. And We've got the extrovert and we've got the introvert, but he talks about the, the ambiverts. And this is the group in the middle, the largest group. And what he's saying is everyone can sell. Partly for 24 minutes of every hour, we're either selling or we're persuading. So if someone's really not in a classic sales role, but they're in a situation where they are selling and, and persuading on an almost hourly basis, they've got great people skills, they've got the drive and ambition, they should think about it. You know, I've come into the sector with no recruitment background. It's going particularly well. And I would say 90% of our owners did not come from recruitment. They had a knowledge of the sector. They had strong people skills. They were ambitious And that was the key to them. So, you know, coming in, they have to be right for the franchise model. They have to trust the model. They have to trust the system. They want to work as part of a community because that's the strength, not only working with the corporate function, but working with other fellow franchisees to collaborate on best practice and exchange information is absolutely key. So great people person, strong sales skills, a real desire to make a difference because you are placing, you know, great people in great roles, which is, is very, very rewarding. But knowing that you're part of a bigger group is, is absolutely key.
1: Now, given that, what would you say to anyone who may be considering looking into becoming a franchisee with express employment professionals or frontline recruitment? Is there any key piece of advice or any bit of info you think you'd give to someone who's just thinking about taking that plunge?
2: I would say it's never too late. You know, I'm 57. I've made that pivot across sectors. So I think to those that are a little bit older in years, I think it's an incredible opportunity. You know, if you back yourself as a people person, you want to make a difference in people's lives and you're willing to put in some hard work. You know, nothing's guaranteed in life, but what you are guaranteed is you're going to get incredible support from from the corporate function. But you still have to get your shoulder to the grindstone and develop your business. And I think you come in as a recruiter running a desk and you'll eventually become the chief executive of your own business. But it's coming in and listening and learning the systems following the process, you know, putting in the hard yards in those early months, those early years. Will they really start to build a team? I think as you start to build your team, you can pull back from being on that desk and they really start to, to grow your business. So you don't have to come from recruitment. You have to have a passion for people. You have to have that that desire and willingness to learn, which is absolutely key, and you won't go too far wrong. But what I would say is, you know, do your homework. If you want to come into recruitment, then what's the the balance of doing it on your own or doing it through a franchise? We do it through a franchise, go off and look at the companies that are offering their services, and then start to rank them against each other. But above all, speak to owners. Understand their business model. Ask what's their KPIs because nothing speaks stronger than the satisfaction rating of the existing franchisees, their profitability, their tenure in the organisation is absolutely key. But having a franchise company that's continuing to evolve. To start the start of the conversation, you know my trifecta would be build trust, and I've spent with the US all the time building the trust of a franchise here, and, and that's moving forwards incredibly well we've got to show profitability. Everyone's here to make money. So bringing people through COVID and seeing the green shoots and seeing the profitability start in return is absolutely key. But above those two, it's a compelling vision for the future. You know, when is this brand going? You're not buying a job. You're here for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So is there life left in the sector and is there life left in the business? And I can assure you there's certainly a very strong, compelling vision for both of our brands, and that's what's brought me here and that's something that's keeping me here.
0: And finally, what does the future look like for Express Employment Professionals and the Frontline Recruitment Group?
2: Frontline here in Australia and New Zealand will bring on – probably three new franchisees in quarter one next year, which is exciting. It's a tough time. But we expect, I've given a chance to my franchisees, that I will double their revenue over the next two or three years, but also double the number of agencies that we have within the group. So we can see Frontline here in Australia and New Zealand that's certainly growing from 28 up towards 70, 75 agencies. And with Express, it's it's early days. We opened a new company-owned agency uh, in March last year, and that was really to test and hone the product here. Because it's important in franchise, when you go internationally, that you standardize where possible, but you localize where necessary. And that's been an impressive part for me with the US. We've been able to localize a lot of our systems and processes and actually enhance the model from what they have in the US. So opening the new corporate agency in Sydney uh, last year was uh, of great benefit in our learning curve. We then converted uh, an agency that we have within Frontline over into Express. They're in Canberra, and that's going well. And then we opened our first new franchise in Auckland, New Zealand. So our first three has been a corporate, it's been a transfer, and it's been a new agency in New Zealand. So we've really put ourselves through the test. So at this stage, we see Express Given the territory size, we think it can certainly grow north of 100 agencies over the next 5 to 10 years. So we're really through the project phase. We are a huge team of 45 people in the US plus the team here working on the acquisition and the embedding of Frontline into the group. But Along with that, we spent a lot of time on the project work with Express. So we just finished that warranty period last month. So we are really primed and ready to go into 2022. And Just to add to that, we're going through a, a rebrand of the, the frontline brand and we've involved two franchise groups uh, in that process. So I excited to say that a Frontline will have a complete new brand and brand guidelines that will be launched into market from early January. But the logo is the easy part. It's what happens underneath that. So we put a lot of work into it's more than a logo. So our people first focus that sits alongside the logo will be a major launch into next year. I'm going to say people. It's what we're doing to really... Uh, support our franchisees, support our consultants, support our clients, we candidates and we support office team uh, here in Sydney. So there's lots uh, about to happen and we think it's a fantastic time. The sector's strong, the brands are emerging. I think we've got two products that cover the temp and, and the PEM sector. And I can assure your listeners that we are franchisee focused and we're very, very confident that we can make some inroads next year and beyond.
1: Now, thanks again for your time, Arthur. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about, firstly, what's happening in the industry, your growth trajectory for Express, as well as for frontline recruitment. A lot of insight from that. We do encourage anyone interested, we'll have some contact us options near the podcast. So please Pop your name down and one of the team will be in touch with you ASAP to get the ball rolling with the company and your journey going with express employment, professionals and frontline recruitment. Apart from that, Arthur, lovely to have you on and we'd love to have you on again soon for an update on the growth trajectory of the company. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange in a subset respect to Arthur McCall, who is the Group CEO of Frontline Recruitment Group and Express Employment Professionals Australia and New Zealand. To find out more about Arthur and Express Employment Professionals or Frontline Recruitment franchises, or to discover other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram. For recent info on the buying, selling and investing world,